Thank you for listening to this uh, careers podcast. Uh, I'm Conrad Chua, the executive director of the Cambridge Judge Business School MBA program. And today I'm in my office, very happy to see one of our alums, uh, an MBA who came in, I think it was 2012 and graduated in 2013, uh, Naoki Kamimaida, uh, visiting from Japan. Naoki came to Cambridge uh, via Sony, where he was an engineer, and then after the MBA, he went back to Sony, uh, worked in San Francisco with Sony, and more recently, he's joined a venture capital firm uh, in Japan called Global Brain, where he does investments in AI, cloud services, uh, cybersecurity. So welcome back to Cambridge, Naoki. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm ha- happy to come back as an alumni here. So, Naoki, you made this transition into VC not immediately after the MBA. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you do that? So, actually, at that time, uh, I was was working in uh, Sony's R&D as a software engineer and a researcher in uh, AI domain. Then, uh, of course, uh, the reason I came to judge is uh, to learn how to make a business out of technologies. Because I was sponsored by Sony, so I had to go back, but I wanted to try something new. That's why after MBA, I chose to go to San Francisco to launch a PlayStation 4 business as an engineering manager. After moving to San Francisco and launching a PlayStation 4, then spending two years in San Francisco, then so I started bored with what I was doing. Then at that time, I got headhunted by a uh, current the CEO of uh, Global Brain. Then he asked me to do a deep tech investment, especially in uh, AI, cloud, and cyber securities. So would you say that you know your uh, technical experience uh, in Sony, in R&D, your experience in uh, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, really um, was the differentiator in terms of uh, sh- getting you into this particular area of venture capital? Not only my technical skills, but also uh, my MBA experience. So combining these two, I, I say, these experience makes make me uh, very unique. Why, why are you interested in venture capital? One of the reasons I came to MBA is uh, to learn how to make business from technologies. So before uh, I say coming to judge, so I was in Sony's R&D and uh, trying to build a new business based on our technologies. We couldn't build a good business from technologies. Then the, one of the reasons of this is uh, from business guys' perspectives, it's very difficult to understand technology and how we can apply these technologies to businesses. But from business, technology guys' perspective, it's hard to understand business. So that's why someone should... Uh, go out from technology side to uh, business side. Otherwise, uh, we cannot build a very innovative technologies and products. That's what I thought. That's why, personally, I decided to be the one who can understand uh, engineering very much, very good, and uh, also understand the business side. This skill set led me to uh, VC world. Then in VC, when we invest in uh, tech startups, then also, of course, uh, based on their technologies, we need to build a unique business and a strong te- strong products. On the MBA, we do teach quite a bit about um, venture capital, 
uh, how to uh, invest or what people should look for. Um, I mean, from your perspective, what are the kinds of things that you would look for when investing in VC? And I, I know you really look only at a specific kind of company, so AI, uh, cybersecurity, cloud, and some of that can be quite technical. But would you say that there's uh, certain technical things that you look for, but also the non-technical side? As a tech, deep tech startup, technology is the most important thing. But uh, of course, on top of this, uh, the founder should have a kind of ambitious vision. And also, they should have a strong team. They should understand uh, what's lacking in their organization and uh, what's needed for their future plan. So that kind of thing. I mean, you mentioned that technology is important. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we're, we're here in Cambridge where obviously there's a lot of yeah. technical startups, spin-offs. So, and, and not all of them will succeed. Mm -hmm. So again, on the technology side, without going into too much detail, what would you look for in terms of thinking this is something that would really be some, worth investing in? Mm -hmm. Founder's vision is very important because the, the founder himself or herself has that has the deepest knowledge in that technology. Then, then on top of their vision, of course, uh, we need to think about uh, product market fitting and how we can build a product based on their technologies and the vision, right? So then uh, we, uh, so we as a VC can be a bridge between uh, deep tech and uh, those uh, market needs and so on. You've obviously seen many uh, startups uh, and you only invest in a few. So what are some of the common mistakes that you see from startups who are seeking, say, VC funding? So if the founder is a deep tech guy, so they believe if tech is good, their product would sell in the future. So that's why they don't put so much emphasis, emphasis on the product side, but that's wrong. Well, we should always keep the balance between the technology and the business. And uh, in contrast, if the founder is uh, from a business side, they don't value technologies sometimes. They always uh, think uh, if service itself is good, they can sell. But uh, that means if that tech product doesn't have uh, good technologies, that means that they don't have enough competitive advantages. Third one is uh, maybe if the founder raises much more money than actually necessary, in the next round or next next round, there will be struggle because uh, VC always uh, check cap tables and uh, always uh, so cap table always should be perfect if in the middle if the founder will mess up the cap table then we sh we we see think maybe this founder doesn't know business or venture funding so basically the the challenges would be either someone who's too deep in the technology and not understanding the business thinking about business or someone who's thinking only in the business and not thinking of a technology that has that kind of almost unfair competitive advantage. And I guess the last piece of advice is don't ask for too more money than you need at that point in time. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. In your work, you are looking, uh, obviously you invest in st startups in Japan, but also you, you come out to places like uh, outside Japan to invest in, in startups and you try to think about how they can uh, work in Japan. So... Could you tell us briefly what's the environment for startups, tech startups in Japan? So, of course, uh, compared to US, UK, and Israel, still uh, it's an uh, early stage. But uh, every year, of course, uh, the size of our funding is increasing and getting better. 
and of and uh, uh, Japan has a strong uh, research oriented university as well. So then recently uh, those researchers uh, started uh, their own business. So maybe in three years or four years, Japan also be a very interesting place to see startups, I think. Now AI is almost everywhere, but we don't we may not even see it. And a lot of people are getting a bit concerned about the impact that AI or machine learning will have. So what do you feel about the societal impact of AI? Do you think that's completely positive? Is there some things that we need to look out for? Yeah, at this moment, uh, I could see on the positive side of AI because, uh, so of course, uh, people are talking about singularity, but uh, it's a... Uh, singularity would mean like when a machine is more intelligent yeah, than, than, than a human. human. Mm. But uh, it wouldn't come so soon. And right now, current AI technologies are focused on only efficiency. So how we can, be, we can make something more efficient. So from that perspective, so AI technologies are kind of uh, improved. So then if something uh, becomes more efficient, then that's going to benefit human society as well. So, so that's why I don't have uh, so much uh, huge concerns with about the AI technology at this moment. But of course, uh, in maybe 20 years, 30 years, then general AI, so which is a kind of a usable for many different, uh, which is a AI uh, applicable for different, many different domains. Uh, so if general AI comes, then we need to consider some regulations or some society impact. It's, good, it's a good thing to start discussing uh, these kind of things right now, then build uh, some rules or regulations by ourselves. Many MBAs are interested in VC and uh, they're looking to make that kind of transition. So what advice would you have or can you give to MBAs who, are th who want to work in the VC industry? Of course, uh, you should be familiar with the startup uh, world. So that's first thing you should do before getting into into VC world. I think uh, it's better to experience um, product development or maybe marketing you no know, products or something like that. Otherwise, uh, so you can be just a investor, just a financial investor. That's uh, not a real value of VC. So if you are a VC, you should be a kind of a supporter of the founders and uh, build business together. That's uh, how. VC do. So you're saying that um, for an MBA, the getting into VC, people will be looking at uh, whether you've got either experience working or starting your own companies mm -hmm. or doing product development. Yeah. It could be in a large company like yourself in Sony, yes. but that kind of process. Yes, it's important to have that kind of experience. All right. Well, thank you very much, Naoki. Uh, it's great to see you again. I know you are a regular visitor here to Cambridge, and I wish you all the best uh, in your career and also in your, in your trip for this time around. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you very much for listening to Korea's Coffee Chat. This is Conrad Chua. Thank you once again.